This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipforthearts.group.org. Okay, well, welcome everyone back to Partnership for the Arts, and we are going to talk some serious art today, aren't we? Yes. We're excited to be back on the air and broadcasting. As you all know, it's been a while because we've been dealing with the pre- and post-Hurricane Irma situation. Again, we are happy to be here, happy to have you with us. I am your host, Dave Bice, and sitting across from me is your co-host, Nanette Christ. The performing arts junkie. <laughs> so, how are you, Nanette? I'm good. I'm good. So, how are you? I'm doing good. Feeling blessed. I'm, so great. I'm glad we're back to doing the show. I know. It, it is, yes. I've missed it. Yeah. I just sit and think in my little head about things that are going on that I could be talking to you about. I know how that goes. Yes. It's why we have a list of things that we're going to cover. It's true. You know, I was thinking that we're actually, we're kind of like Kelly and maybe Ryan Seacrest is now her co-host. So with all our little sheets of paper, so what's in the news today? Uh I don't think Dave knows who Kelly and Ryan Seacrest are, but that's okay. Isn't that the Kelly was doing the show with Michael until he walked out on her? Yes, I miss Michael Strahan so much. See? I know. I don't watch it, but I know. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you ready to talk some art, Nanette? We have so much stuff to talk about. Teething up here and things are popping. Yes, they are. And speaking of art, Nanette, I want to say congratulations. And I am so happy and excited for you because you just started your third season as a columnist for the paper, haven't you? Well, yes, Dave, thanks. (laughs) Um, Actually, yes, it's my third season as a uh, columnist with Florida Weekly. Mm -hmm. And twice a month I write an arts and excursions column. So it's kind of like my job to keep track of what's going on in the arts in our area. That's right. It's another great way of letting people know what's going on in the arts. Yes. So I like that. And, you know, as a little side benefit, I get get paid a little bit of money per article. And um, it helps me support my theater habit. (laughs) Which is a pretty big habit. (laughs) It's getting bigger. It's getting a little bit out of control. So I'm going further and further. So I'm into St. Pete now. But there's a lot going on that's much closer as well. Yes, yes. We're going to cover that stuff, right? Sure. Fantastic. Happy to always help you. You ready to get started? I am. Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. What are we starting with? Okay, so what I would like to start with is I am so excited about a production of Julius Caesar that is being put on by the Oslo, the FSU's, Oslo Conservatory for Actors Training. 
incredible group. Yes. And the conservatory is a three-year program. It's, it's uh, up in Sarasota. It's one of the top 10 uh, actor training programs in the country. And I'm a huge fan of their, their work and their seasons in general. Wonderful, wonderful chance to get to see young actors grow over, over the course of um, their time there. Now, that's a three-year program, right? Yes. So it's a three-year program. The second-year students are the ones who actually put on uh, a season of productions up in Sarasota. Mm -hmm. It's only $100 for four productions. Which and is a great price. It's a great price. The third years, each year before becoming part of the Oslo Repertory Company, they put on a, an updated, kind of crazy, youth-accessible version of a Shakespeare play. Okay. And this year, it's Julius Caesar. I was able to, to see a production of it, and it is so wonderful. It was so outstanding. Just loved it, loved it, loved it. They set it in the 80s okay. on Wall Street. Okay. Which is funny, though, because most of the high school kids, you know, people won't really know that era. But everybody in the audience did. We all got it. And there's music, there's high energy, and yet they're speaking in Shakespearean verse. Really? And it's all compressed. Julius Caesar, which is a long three-act play, 40 six minutes. It is just boom, 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 boom. The costumes are outstanding. The actors are all outstanding. And they are now taking their show on the road um, between, uh, you know, when they started like a week ago and November 20th. They have 57 performances all across the state. Wow. They go into middle schools and high schools. There are going to be five performances here in Charlotte County. Wonderful. And Ellen Harvey yes. was there. She was. On the show, we interviewed her. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you know her well. Well, she's a curriculum uh, specialist for the arts and language. And so much more because she has more job titles than any one person I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so now let me, let me ask you a question. You said there's 57 performances. How many people, students, do they expect to see the show? It's just so exciting. They anticipate 15,000 people will see this production in wow. essentially the next six weeks. And you're already one of them. And I already am in one of them, yes. So it's just, it's so wonderful to, to see efforts being made to introduce young people to live theater. Absolutely. For a lot of them, it'll be the first live theater they've ever seen. And to tackle Shakespeare. Right. Which can be so intimidating. Especially in Shakespearean language. Especially in Shakespearean language. It's a wonderful play. It's very timely. It's very exciting. The production, I mean, there's no downtime whatsoever in it. So super exciting. And I'm, I'm really just, just thrilled that this is happening. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great news for the whole area, the schools and everything else. So where did you see it? Well, I saw it up in Sarasota at Oslo uh, Repertory. Mm -hmm. The school performances are not open to the public. Oh. Because it's for the kids. Okay, Okay. Gotcha. 
There are a couple of public performances that are up in Sarasota. One, I don't have the dates, but one is at the Glenridge Performing Arts Center, and one is at Fogartyville Community Media and Arts Center. If you're interested, it is definitely worth checking out and going and seeing this, because it is Shakespeare unlike you've ever seen it. I would imagine. Now, they would have to go to Sarasota to see it? Yes. Okay, because it's close to the schools for the students. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I might be able to sneak into a school performance, but... Right, because you look like a young student. (laughs) This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can flash the press credentials. Oh, I bet we could probably get you in. Of course, because I could easily pass as one of those young students. (laughs) But seriously, I'd like to see it. It would be really fun. I'd love for you. Seriously, I would love for you to see it so that you would have a sense of what I'm talking about. Then we need to go see it. Let's do it. Fantastic. Put it on the list. Yes. Now, speaking of list, what other art are we going to talk about? Well, are we going to kind of stay focused on theater right now? I think so. We still have a lot to cover, right? Okay. Well, while we're talking about schools mm-hmm. and theater, there are a couple of productions coming up here in Charlotte County that I think both of them are going to be really different and exciting. I have no doubt. What have we got? Charlotte High School here in, here in Punta Gorda. Mm-hmm. Their drama program is outstanding. Yes. They've been recognized across the state, and they just do... Great work, year over year. Right. Phenomenal work. Which is really kind of amazing, though, because it's not like a theater company with the same core group, right? Because Mm. the students change. Right. Year after year. But it's just really a strong program. That's in part due to their leadership after many years with a really wonderful woman named Cheryl Wall. Cheryl, Mm mm-hmm. And they have a new drama teacher this year. Oh, who's taking Cheryl's place? guy is named Bill Olson. All right, well, congrats to Bill. Welcome aboard. Yes, and he has a really interesting background doing set design. Wonderful. Doing some carpentry work. Awesome. I always appreciate a good set design. Yes, doing some directing and toured for 12 years with Broadway shows. Wow. Yes, you know, and he's an educator and he has been working at the college level and now He's in Charlotte County. And the first production? And the first production for Charlotte High School's drama program, which is known also as Troop 0922, Mm -hmm. is going to be Our Town by Thornton Wilder. Wow, so this gentleman has done the college, done the Broadway, and he's bringing all that here. Right. Fantastic. Right. All right, I'm excited. Yes. When uh, When does the performance begin? And those performances are going to be coming right up October 12th through 15th. Oh, oh, yeah, this coming week. Yes, at the Charlotte Performing Arts Center, again, right here in Punta Gorda. Tickets are available. How much are the tickets? I think that they're 10 bucks for adults. A lot of great entertainment for an Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Hi, I'm Becky Hollihan, and I want you to listen to 
Partnership for the Arts Radio. Yay! Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Thank you. And a big thank you to Becky Hollihan with the Venice Theater of Venice, Florida. Yes. I am your host, Dave Bice. Sitting across from me is your co-host, Nanette Christ. And we're talking about uh, Nanette's expensive hobby. <laughs> and we're talking about the uh, Charlotte High School players' uh, performances. Yes. And it's going to be... It's going to be interesting because a lot of times their play selection has been musicals. Mm-hmm. You know, they always do a big musical. And they right. have one coming up in February, I think. They're doing Into the Woods. Ooh. Yes. But this is, you know, a serious drama. An old drama. I mean, Thornton Wilder wrote this a long time ago. Right. It premiered. Like in the 1930s, right? Let's see, back in 1938. Okay. So you kind of think, like, how can the kids relate? But uh, Mr. Olson said that they really do. So listen to me, I'm calling him Mr. Olson, like he's a teacher. Like, Mr. Olson. Mr. Mr. Olson. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, Anyway, we should put him on the list, too, of somebody to talk to. Okay, fair warning, Mr. Olson, you're now on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So anyway, what he said is Thornton Wilder wrote this at a time when we were transitioning from an agricultural to an industrial society. Mm-hmm. So as we now continue to transition to this technologically driven society, mm-hmm. it really, there are a lot of parallels. I see that, yeah. And the kids have recognized that and they've embraced it. Wonderful. So yeah, so that's going to be really, I think, a a, a nice, interesting, uh, thought-provoking theater performance. I agree with you there, absolutely. Looking forward to it. What else? What's next? Now, wait until you hear this, though. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of Shakespeare, and I do not know anything about this other than having seen the advertisement. Okay. But do we need a drum roll here? Yes. Punta Gorda Middle School is doing a couple of performances. Shakespeare? Called The Susification of a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> love it. Yes. I am so intrigued by that. I love Dr. Seuss. Midsummer Night's Dream is just a fun, fun play. How can you go wrong with a combination like that? Yes. <laughs> who wrote it? It was written by Wendy Paul. Oh, okay. Who is involved with Charlotte Performing Arts Center. Right. She also has theater credentials in, I think, lighting and some of those things. She's she's manager of CPAC. Oh, okay, right. Can I say, other than it sounds like a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder how many rhymes will work out in <laughs> I wonder how long the show is going to be. I don't know, but we got to find out. I don't know. Yes. Intriguing. Fun. October 24th and 25th at CPAC. Fantastic. So, so that's what I've got kind of in the pools. Well, that's a lot of great stuff. Yes. So, next. 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 Yes. (laughs) Check Check that off the list. Okay. Done. Now. Can we can we go to Ringling? I'm kind of excited to hear uh, what you got to say about that. Yes, the Ringling International Arts Festival is also yes, good. absolutely. October 18th through 21st, right around the corner. Right around the corner, and it's I think that they have seven shows in the program overall. Quite a variety then. Yes, 
So they have an assortment of some music, some theater, some dance, some comedy. And there are two or three shows that I'm particularly interested in and that I've seen before. Wow. Well, they must be pretty good. You're going for a repeat. I think I'm going for a repeat. So I've seen them in Edinburgh when I go to the Fringe Festival. Okay. All right. Well, we've had some discussions about those. So what's the two, Danette? What's the first one you're going to see? The first one is called White Rabbit, Red Rabbit, and it is being produced in conjunction with Urbanite Theater in Sarasota. Okay. Who wrote that one? It was written by Nassim Salamanpour, who is an Iranian whose passport had been taken away from him, so he could not travel. Taken away by uh, Iran? In Iran. Mm. Yes. And... This, which is kind of relevant to the show. But the setup is really intriguing. An actor goes onto the stage and opens the script, and they have never seen it before. Wow. Talk about an improv. It, it's kind of like improv because there's also audience participation. Okay. And it's really an interesting show. It's fun, but it's thought-provoking. You know, every performance is going to be different because you have a different audience and you have a different actor. Okay, so the actor gets up there, hasn't seen the script, and then he's got to interact with, with the uh, audience participation. That would be quite unnerving. That's a completely different show every time. Yes, right. The whole point of the show is for the actor and the audience to be going on this journey together for the first time. For the only Pretty time. Cool. Yes, yes. So how many shows are there? So it is going to be performed three shows um, at the Ringling International Arts Festival, and then it's transferring up to Urbanite Theater for, I think, another 10 days. So there's a chance to see the same show, but it'll be a different show every time. Yes. So, and they have an assortment of arts professionals from across Southwest Florida participating as the act. Really, Excellent. really interested to get their thoughts after they've done that about how that goes. When was the first time you saw it? I saw this my first year in the Fringe, which was four years ago. So I remember it, but I don't like remember it, remember it. Well, that must have made some impression. You're over there banging the table. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, my name is George Mancini, and I listen to Partnership for the Arts, and it is a rewarding experience. Yeah, I know. Okay, we're back. And we want to thank George for that wonderful spot. Yes. Okay, so the net, White Rabbit, Red Rabbit, what's the next one? And I'm excited about is called Wanted okay. by this group called E. Ventricali, which are two brothers, one of whom was an actor and one of whom was a gymnast or acrobat. And two brothers. Two brothers. Italian. E. Ventricali. Right. Okay, sorry for that. Anyway. We will edit that. Yeah, you don't have to. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So the setup for this is also going to be intriguing. I mean, I'm all about not only the show, but like kind of the intention behind it. And, you know, I, I just like doing these different experimental type things. Well, that's what makes theater so good, especially when you get the background story and right. stuff. Hence the reason we're here, right? Right. So this is going to be performed outdoors in the evening. Okay. And this is the one, we've talked about this before, that has a huge uh, three-story blown-up screen right, stage. Right, right. The vertical screen 
Yes. But they're performing in front of the screen. There's going to be video. Mm -hmm. There's going to be stills. And the guys are hanging from the top of a three-story screen. They're suspended in air. Suspended in air. Interacting with the screen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. But, Nanette, your animated storytelling of this whole thing, is, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like, but I just cannot wait. But believe it or not, I can tell that. That is just going to be so interesting and different that is different yes yes i remember that because we were talking about this and we saw the picture of one of the screens where it looks like one of them's in a lounge chair and the other one is standing up right on the top of a building right they're actually suspended but the lounge chair is actually not a lounge chair it's a picture of a lounge chair on the screen you know leaning against yeah yeah yes that's awesome so yeah so and that's traveled international and what was the name of that one Wanted. Wanted. By right. E. Venture Cali. Right. How could I forget that? <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? One of the other ones is a show called Portraits in Motion. This is going to be a really quiet little show, I think. And it's a show that's also been at the Fringe and won the, this is a mouthful, Total Theater Award for Innovation, Experimentation, and Playing with Form. Okay. Say that three times fast. I, I can't. But you can. You have the paper. Well, I, I can't even. It's too, it's too long. So what this guy has done, Volker Gerling, he walked around Germany on foot with a camera and presumably a notepad or a recorder. And he took pictures of people he met along the way. Okay. Multiple pictures. Got their stories. And he's doing like a flip book, like a thumb flip book. Oh, like where that has pictures in it and you flip it and they, they move in the book. And they move. You know, he's like sitting across from a woman on a train. Mm-hmm. And you see her kind of just contemplating and then laughing and engaging. And then he would tell the story of what he learned about her in their short time together. And I've seen something like this before. You know, it's really sweet. I mean, it shows you the importance of human connection and mm-hmm. how we all kind of are the same in a lot of ways. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, anything else? One more interesting show that I've seen at the Fringe that's coming up at this Urbanite Theater in, in um, Sarasota is called Echoes. It's by Henry Naylor. The premise is really interesting. It is a two-performer show, two women. And when I saw it, you know, one of the things about the Fringe is it's very simple. There are no sets. There's, like, nothing because you're sharing the performance space, so you have to be in and out. This was, like... Two women just standing on the stage. One of them is a British woman who is a newlywed, and she is going with her husband to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. It's the 19th century. Oh. And one of her jobs is going to be proselytizing there. What? <laughs> Preaching. Ah. Converting. Okay. That's definitely not what I thought I heard you say. <laughs> Okay, so anyway. So we have her. Then we jump forward 175 years to a Muslim woman in Britain Mm -hmm. who is becoming radicalized. Mm -hmm. Two different ends of the spectrum, so to speak. So these two women are sharing their stories, going back and forth, 
speaking not to each other per se, but it is a dialogue of sorts. It's it's very powerful. I have no doubt. I imagine it would be with all of that being involved. Yes. This one is when? This one is November 17th through December 7th. And once again, where? At Urban Night Theater. Urban Night Theater. All right. So does that cover it for the theater? For the moment. For the moment. For the moment. Well, then I would say we've got the theater covered. I think that covers it for the day. I have my list of things to talk to you about. Oh, well, we can cover that next time, right? I hope so. Yeah, we will. Okay. Okay. And maybe you'll, you know, one of these times you'll report back on Julius Caesar or some of these theater things. (laughs) We can do that. Okay. We can do that. I don't know. I think Dave seems most interested in the Dr. Seuss one, but the specification. It's because I have the hat on, isn't it? It wasn't going to share that, but okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm so glad to see you. Yeah, you too. So, Nanette, until next show. You have a good day. You too, Dave. Talk to you soon. This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipforthearts.group.org.